Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I'm in town. 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 About to take it to the moon. Let's go. I'm in town. 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 About to take it to the moon. can um it's just really really scary for me 
Mm-hmm. But abandonment I, is mm-hmm. really, really dangerous for <laughs> you know individuals yes. that are loyal. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's just how I you know how I view it. You know. All right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 talk about fear. Let's talk about, you know, anybody who has related to, you know, abandonment at some level, we all experience fear. You know, fear attributes to a lot of different things in our lives, and it and it's just one emotion, but it attributes to so many different uh, characteristics or different, you know, situations. So fear of abandonment amongst, amongst you know, most people is like anxiety-provoking situations, you know, and sometimes they stem from childhood, so think about when you were a child and your mom took you to school for the first time and got them and to all our listeners out there. I don't know for you, but I remember when my mom took me to daycare. And that may sound odd, but it's really, really true. I remember it so vividly. And speaking of fear, I was terrified of being left there, which is I felt like my mom was abandoning me at this daycare. I thought she was never, 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 never coming back again. <laughs> so that's the first thing that I can, honestly, when I hear the word, that's the first thing that I thought, it brings me back to that moment when my mom dropped me off and I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to see my mother again. I'm never going to see my brother again. You know, it was just like one of those moments for me. So I know a lot of you guys can relate to that, um, being left somewhere, starting a new school, starting a new, um, you know, and your parents dropping you off. So I think for some people, abandonment starts from childhood, you know, because you um, had. Um, P, you know what? Honestly, I've never really experienced that when right. I was right. little. Okay. But, uh yeah, so it was it was like a fun factor for me. Oh, my mom is leaving. Okay, so you know, <laughs> like I, I had enough like of her for the moment. These... <laughs> right. So it right. was like one of these uh, one of these experiences where she would drop me off at gymnastics class, and you know, I was like, my mom is leaving me. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So now I have like a whole hour of like freedom and torture at the same time, but I, <laughs> you know. I loved it. You know what I mean? So right. um, the abandonment uh, just really mm-hmm. never really played when I was just like a younger kid. But when, okay. you know, as I got older dealing with uh, <laughs> other human beings, mm-hmm. then it know, started it, to take its shape. To, oh, right. yeah. You start absolutely. to recognize it. So definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm speaking from for some people, it starts when they're children. Mm-hmm. You know, because some yeah, people yeah, um, sold the bandit by being dropped off, and they don't, you don't, they don't really understand. Because as you are a child, mm-hmm. you really do not know how to place your feelings. You feel insecure. You feel absent. You feel attached to so many different things, and you don't even know why you're emotional or upset. Like just like if you gave mm-hmm. me a bowl of ice cream and you took it away. Of course, there's more ice cream in the world, but because I'm a child and I don't understand that, there's more ice cream and I could probably get more ice cream later if I listened or did what my mom said to do or whatever. I just feel like you took something away from me, so I'm going crazy about it. You know, it's the fear of not Mm -hmm. having it or the fear of the loss of it, you know. For some people, abandonment Mm -hmm. um, when their child can stem from not being dropped off. It can stem from uh, parents being absent. 
So if you're not being mm-hmm. raised in a two-party home, or if you don't, or it could stem from a divorce, and you had both of your parents mm-hmm. in the house, mm-hmm. and then one of your parents, mm-hmm. they per se your dad, um, moved out, and you felt abandoned by your dad, and felt deprived by the contact of having both of your parents in the house. So abandonment mm-hmm. for you did not start when you were a child, but for some people, it's started yeah. building from childhood. You know, mm-hmm. so we're going to get past that a little bit, you know, because as a child grows up, you know, the damage is caused the childhood and you don't realize that mm-hmm. you're damaged because, of course, you're still finding yourself and particularly mm-hmm. devastation when it happens for a child. It's hard for you to, you know, be responsible because we feel like daddy's gone because of me or mommy left because of this or I'm in forced to care because of that, or this abuse happened mm-hmm. to me because it's my fault. Because think about it. When something happens to a child, when a parent is not around, and then say, for instance, a sexual abuse, you know, um, childhood sexual abuse or assault, sexual assault mm-hmm. and rape, you know, all of this yep. grief and loss from different things that people start attaching abandonment to. Like you feel like nobody was there for me when this happened, and da 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 da. It starts to build mm-hmm. over a course of time. You know, so we don't understand where to place that at. So, of course, what we do, we start to blame others, <laughs> you know, for for certain things that transpire in our lives. And, I, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, so don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, for everyone who's tuned in. I'm not speaking about your story, but maybe you can relate to some of what I'm saying. So let's talk about... Um, Miss Gotham, like as we start to progress, because now you said you never experienced it as a child. Now let's talk about some of the things as once we become adults, that abandonment and attachment, you know, starts to take place for you. So you you don't have to share your story per se, but when what was an experience for you, you know, and you don't have to get into great detail if you don't want to about you know that first moment you felt abandonment as an adult. Um. Well, I wouldn't, you know, say, uh, you know, um, uh, me with this specific um, experience, mm-hmm. but I did see it happen. So it's it's been an experience around me. Um, is the one particular experience where the woman was um, <clears throat> was there for the guy, and he was in jail, and you know she was working two and three jobs for him, and taking care of his kids that wasn't hers plus hers too and um he gets out of jail and leaves her with all this responsibility and you know it, it was just I was just in awe you know and it's like how and where is the logic behind you know the loyalty becomes abandonment from the person that was there for you most so it yeah, I, I was just disturbed <laughs> mm-hmm. by what I, mm-hmm. you know, saw with that situation. And, you know, um, it's scary. You know, it, it kind of gives you the how can I be loyal because I'm afraid if I be loyal, then this is what it equals to abandonment. You know, the definition mm-hmm. of loyalty and then the definition of abandonment. And it's like it's not the actual definitions, but just by what people are doing. You know, mm-hmm. so if I'm being loyal to you, then the abandonment, this is what I'm going to experience. Not the mm-hmm. definition of the word loyalty, but this is what I'm experiencing because I've been loyal to you. You're going to leave me 
you know, in a situation by myself when I have to start all over again, you know, mm-hmm. when I've been here from you day one, you know. So, yeah, it, it kind of, you know, disturbed me. It kind of uh, put me in a fear. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about that word earlier. Like, it puts me in a fear, you know. And mm-hmm. it was just, she was just devastated. You know, she had like five kids, you know, together. And I was just, I really didn't know what to tell her, how to talk to her, how to comfort her. I didn't know. I did not know, you know, what to mm-hmm. do. So it was a traumatic experience for me, it felt like. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, exactly, because it's you your friend. You know, just watching her Mm -hmm. Right, it's your friend and you feel connected to your friend So of course whatever she goes through or he goes through Then you're going to feel some type of connection to that um, emotion that comes behind it So I definitely understand that And um, you know, yeah, it's so many different levels that, you know, people go through When it comes down to abandonment It's not just, hey, your parents left you and you had to go to foster care Or you had to go live with an aunt or an uncle Or you had to go stay with your grandma and they had to raise you Abandonment can come from like you said, in relationships with, um, you know, the same mm-hmm. sex or the opposite sex where you're you're being loyal and you're there for them and you're supporting them and then mm-hmm. they just get up one day and decide today is they want to do something different and not consider you and what you've put into it. So it's not so much for me that you want to go. It's so much mm-hmm. for me how you handle me on your way out. Right. Knowing exactly. that I was there for mm-hmm. you is how, what makes the difference for me. So... Just for the record, I would not care, you know, of course it would bother me, but I wouldn't care so much if you had to go, if you have to make changes in Mm -hmm. your life. Because we have to understand in this life that people do grow apart. What's good for you or what you felt was good for you in the beginning, and once you get to know the person on a deeper level, once you get to um, do certain things in your life, like say, for instance, someone could be in a relationship and the other person could be working towards bigger goals and the other person still Mm -hmm. wants to be the same, that can be a Mm -hmm. turnoff for the other person. And then they feel like mm-hmm. they're being held back and they want to break off from the relationship. Some people are in mm-hmm. relationships and they are simply just selfish individuals and they're just thinking about themselves. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how much you got up and cooked dinner. It doesn't matter how much you kept the clothes clean and you cleaned up and you took care of the kids. Whatever the dynamics of the relationship is and they just are, then you're a selfish individual, you're only going to think about yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So abandonment comes from. So many different elements, you know, and the crazy thing about it, I didn't realize for myself, because I don't know everything, <laughs> of course, it's like, who does, but I didn't realize mm-hmm. that there, it's this word, the abandonment is called swirl, right, and the reason why it's called swirl, mm-hmm. guys, is because there's five stages to it, and mm-hmm. I didn't know that, you know, so it's shattering, so shattering is when your relationship is breaking and you hope and your hopes and your dreams and you're just devastated and you're bewildered and you succumb to the despair mm-hmm. and the panic of being by yourself, mm-hmm. you know, being abandoned, let's just say that. And you feel hopeless and sometimes some people feel suicidal. They don't want to live no more because they feel like, how could you leave me? How could you do this to me? I don't even care. You know, you feel attached to the loss of love. You feel like you was mortally wound. You know, like somebody severely, like, stabbed you or something. You know, the pain mm-hmm. is so severe. It's just like you go through a shock. You go through sorrow. It's so, you just It's just so deep. 
the shattering of like the psychological like the shattering right the shattering shock. of it exactly mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. where the f come in for swirl like you're shattered all mm-hmm. over the floor and it kind of makes me think of a broken glass like when you drop it and it just mm-hmm. like goes in every different direction right so then once we are shattered mm-hmm. what's the next thing that we do miss gotham we go into withdrawal like the, we, yeah, we, absolutely. We get away. We just like the things that are familiar to us and the things that we like to do. And I can honestly say that I probably had a swirl a hundred million times if this is the case. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> because of the simple fact that I, you know, I don't talk about it often, and it is a show topic that I do want to talk about. But I have, you know, suffer from depression. So basically, when I become depressed or I let something take me down that road, and I have to fight it just to keep it real. Withdrawal mm-hmm. is something that I might do. Oh, no, not might do, mm-hmm. will do, because I will withdraw from <laughs> the regular things that you're accustomed to. And that could be simple mm-hmm. things like doing the radio or exercising, mm-hmm. something that you love mm-hmm. to do. Or it could be, Absolutely. you know, whatever it is that makes you happy. You withdraw from, you know, the loss of love because you don't feel like you have anything to give at that moment. And the more time mm-hmm. that goes on, you know, is like the more you become detached accustomed yep mm-hmm. accustomed to detachment mhm you know you're being accustomed to detachment and you know you start to feel comfortable you know exactly. in the world of detachment and you know it's and then people get the sense of um oh she's so antisocial or she's you know mm-hmm. this and any other but you're being from the outside and you're being very social you're being polite you know um you know doing the things that you know, life requires you to do if you're doing them. But, you know, people feel the energy that comes from you and they feel, you know, something is missing from you. So now it's like, mm-hmm. you're being antisocial, you don't want to talk to anybody, what's going on with her? You know, so, yeah, it kind of, yeah. you know, your abandonment starts to, you know, take effect on, you know, your social life and things of that nature. Yeah, some people waste away, like weight loss. You know, they they just, you know, they go through a lot. And just to sum it up, we mm-hmm. don't have to go through every little detail of what withdrawal go through. Yeah, None absolutely. of us are stupid here. We all know. And then the <laughs> I in swirl is inter- internalizing. So we all know what that means. Like we we just put everything in the inside and we just go over the situation 100 million times in our head, eternalizing the situation mm-hmm. over and over and over because the rejection of what happened hasn't resonated. So now mm-hmm. you're injuring yourself, and you don't even realize you're injuring yourself, not just yourself, your self-esteem and the way you do things. And it's, it becomes like an infection that replays over mm-hmm. your head a hundred times, a hundred times because you're just internalizing a situation. Over and over, and then when you start to internalize, then we go to the word, the letter R, and you it turns into rage. So now you like, I wish somebody <laughs> would say something to me. <laughs> and no, you can't have my number. You know what I just no. went through. You know what I mean. So it's like, so you could do the same thing he did. Nah, exactly. So now no. it turns into rage because you're like, hell no, I'm refusing mm-hmm. to accept this. You know, and mm-hmm. then, it can, then it can also, the other side of rage, what they're seeing that could happen also is that you rage against the person who abandoned you. So basically you come to a point where you reel against the pain and the isolation it's put you through, 
and the depression mm-hmm. that is spurred and the anger and the displacement that it, where it puts you in this life, and you want revenge. You want retaliation. You want to become a better person. You want to show this person that you put me here, and I'm going to show you that I'm not going to stay here no more. I'm not going to be mm-hmm. here. I'm going to show you that um, you didn't break me. And for me, mm-hmm. I get rage all the time. Because I feel mm-hmm. like once I realize that a person feels like they're better than me, I can't handle it. I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so my rage becomes real, and then it's but like I have to show it? you, right? I have to show you. So the next step and the last step to that swirl is the L, which is lifting. And that means that your anger has helped you internalize your pain, and gradually your energy starts to shift. And then you start to lift yourself back up to life. And all the mm-hmm. things that was distracting you, all the things that you was internalizing, all the things that caused you to be shattered, now you're able to, like, say, hey, I went down that road, but now I, don't, I swirled out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a better person. So let's move on from that. Now, Ms. Gotham, I have a question for you. Day in a mirror with abandonment issues. Oh, go ahead, baby. Ask me. <laughs> Ask me. I had a question for you. All right. So, Miss P, how would you deal with abandonment? How did you deal with abandonment? Oh, I did all those swirl things, you know. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, I never really knew it was a swirl, but I always knew that mm-hmm. there was levels, and I always knew that it's a process that I have to put my mind in and myself in in order to pull myself out of it. Am I stronger than most? I say no. I think I'm just as fragile as anyone else, although other people may say differently. But I am human, Mm -hmm. and I do have feelings about certain things. But what helped me get through a lot of different things when I feel like I acknowledge that I know that it's a problem. That's the Mm -hmm. first thing I do is I acknowledge that I feel some kind of way about the situation. Then Mm -hmm. I feel I think about why I feel the way I feel about the situation. And then I think about what is the person doing in this moment that I'm doing? And what the person's probably doing in this moment is not contemplating how they hurt me or how they left me. They're living their life. So when I think about a person being living their life and doing what they're doing in that moment that I'm thinking about why and I'm still dwelling on why they left me, that helps me. When I think about Mm -hmm. the fact that I feel like this person thinks that they left me and I'm supposed to die, when I think about the fact that this person hurt me this way and I feel all crazy about it, but they're just chilling and kicking their feet up, probably next week and chilling, traveling, doing things, and I'm sitting on the bed dying in the dark with the curtains closed, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. Like, what am I upset about? This is an opportunity. And then I think about all the things that a person did to me along the way, and that's what really ultimately strengthened me, Ms. Gotham. I think about mm-hmm. you did this to me, and I'm supposed to be, I'm mourning over you when you're the one who did this to me? I should be happy that I don't no, no longer have to be with you. So everybody deals mm-hmm. with their issues differently, and my issues per se, I can't say that I've been able to conquer all of them down at one time, like, bam, this happened, and I'm like, hmm, forget that, I'm big and strong. I don't even think about it. I think about every single issue I ever had in my damn life. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm human. human. That's being human. 
because I'm yeah, human. Absolutely. But at the same time, do I let it take me down the road that it used to take me down? Hell no. Nope. Can, mm-hmm. I sit, can I sit now and say, listen, yeah, I've been through certain things and I've been able to pull myself out of it. Some things were quicker than others, but for the most part, I had to go through my swirl to get where mm-hmm. I'm at. And there's no determination on those factors, but I just refuse to stay stagnated for too long. I may be stagnated mm-hmm. for a month or maybe two. I ain't gonna lie, depending on mm-hmm. how bad the abandonment was. You no, know? <laughs> did you leave me? <laughs> did you leave me in a shack? You know, did you burn down the house? Did you leave me with no food? Did you leave me with bills? You know, all of that matters. You know, Black Lives Matter. You know, yes, but, um, we do. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we have to be able to say to ourselves, like, I've been here before. You're not the first person. You're not going to be the last person. And right now it's a message in the situation, and I have to figure out what the message is because obviously God is, has brought me down this path, and I can't necessarily just blame the person who left. I have to look mm-hmm. at myself and the things that I've done in order to – really, really be more present with myself. If it's not nobody mm-hmm. else, then for me, I need to be present for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Miss Gossam, that's how I, um, I'm i able to kind of pull myself in and out of my swirls, you know. But um, mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on real quick your opinion because you you would have more experience in this this next question um, than I would, and it would be dating a man <laughs> with abandonment issues in terms of just the male aspect of it, not she just has the abandonment, she has abandonment issues with guys. No, I'm not saying that, listeners. I'm saying the man part. So <laughs> dating a man with abandonment issues, um, would it, would, have you ever dated a man with abandonment issues, you think, or that you was aware of? You know what, I'm not even aware of, to be honest with you. You know, I've never, you know, or they haven't shown me any signs of that, you know, abandonment until they leave. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, okay, what just happened? Okay, so right. I, like I said again, I don't know anything, you know, I don't know the signs and the symptoms that they do have um, mm-hmm. for abandonment issues. So I couldn't even really further answer that question, to be honest with you. And I definitely but, get it. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be, that's the best that I could, you know, even answer mm-hmm. that. Okay. So. so, you know, for me, from the reading that I've been doing, I really am not a psychologist, guys. I'm not a therapist. I'm none of those things. I'm just an individual. Just We're just speaking from life experiences. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, men have abandonment issues, and so do women, and, and, and men have different ways of, processing their emotions and their feelings, mm-hmm. and so do women. And sometimes mm-hmm. men have abandonment issues because when a mother, when a mother's love is interrupted, you know, mm-hmm. within their development, it could be because of neglect, abuse, emotional distress. It could be because the mother gave the, you know, disconnected from the baby and gave the baby up for adoption. It could be because the mother mm-hmm. was around and then somebody else raised while you see your mother around, but your mother, you have no connection to your mother. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, most of the time and a lot of the time what they're saying about men and their disconnect has a lot to do with their mother. For some reason, I don't know where the father went. They don't. They put everything on us. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they do. <laughs> Mother lives matter too. Dog it. <laughs> you know, but men have repetitive patterns. You know, 
Um, they're saying that the the consequences of the lack of the maternal um, attachment, the consequences in an adult relationship for men can be either emotional detach or emotional dependency. So those men mm. that want to take your money, wanted you to do everything, expect you to do everything, is because they're trying to get that motherly feel that they didn't get, so to speak, from their mother. You know, mm-hmm. and, and they say that these patterns are repetitive and they alternate between the two. So they can become babies where they're trying to get that dependency and then they could become emotionally detached from you because they they don't want to connect anymore. They want they disconnect from you because they were disconnected from, from their mother. So they go with this repetitiveness and they fluctuate between the two and that's why they are bad in relationships. They bec- they're untrustworthy. What you say, um, mm-hmm. you know, because they're still dealing with the pain that it came from being, you know, alone or feeling isolated. Um, they are, you know, they feel devalued. They don't feel like they're men, so to speak. So mm-hmm. they go from supposedly from per- woman to woman and they have gaps in those situations because of feeling emotionally unfused by their mother. So they have unhealthy relationships. They become detached. They become defensive about everything that a woman would say outside of their, um, you know, they, they accuse women of being um, betrayal. They have rage. And they have resentment. Once they get married mm-hmm. against a woman, they have resentment. That's why most men hate their mother-in-laws, supposedly. So it it, it runs deep, you know. Um, what's your thoughts on this so far, Miss Gotham? Um, yeah, I'm I'm confused a little bit. <laughs> why? You know, the guys are get no because where the guys oh. are getting um, they're married, but they're mad at the mother-in-law. And the mother-in-law has nothing to do with their past, you know. No, they don't, but she's a woman. You understand what I'm saying? And she's a mother. You get what I'm saying? So that's how they correlate it. Because the mother, once you get married to your husband, the mother now becomes kind of your mother. Even though she's your in-law, she can be looked at as your mom. So some women even call their mother-in-law's mom because Mm -hmm. they have a good relationship with them. Now, if you had a bad relationship with your mother-in-law, you would be calling her Martha, if that was her name. Or you would be calling her Miss Anderson, if that was her last name, because you really don't even want to give her that much respect by calling her by her first name. You don't even want that kind of attachment. You want to just call her Miss Martha or Miss Anderson. Mm -hmm. Miss Martha Mm -hmm. Anderson, Smith Waggison, Junior, Senior, whatever the (laughs) hell, you know. That's how it is. So yep. they and you know most yeah, mothers right. now I know for my mother, if a man married me, my mother is always gonna have something to say. So he's gonna totally yeah. hate my mother. So oh, if you have shoot. a detachment with your own mother and you get married to a woman who has a mother who's opinionated and always putting her two cents in something, nine times out of ten he's gonna dislike your mother even more, not only because of her mouth, because he didn't have a a relationship with his mother. And if you remind him of his mother, then he's gonna disre- he's gonna dislike the mother-in-law. Oh Lord! Well, I so hate for the situation mm-hmm. of I was to ever get married. Mm-hmm. I got close, you know, 
situations with both of my parents. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not one more than a, I am a daddy's girl at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it may be a little a small confliction, but not that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have close, um, you know, communication and, and love and everything with my parents, you know, as far right. as, you know, the marriage situation goes. So, um, yeah, we'll be the 360, the 390 degrees and that thing. What what are your intentions and that thing, you know, how the the grill. <laughs> right. So, right. So yeah. really, really quick, yeah. um, let's mm-hmm. talk about some of the things that women need to be looking for for these uh, abandonment issues. You know, the, the <sighs> attic. Half the time, you don't even see it coming. Sometimes, okay, so you know, here's some, some, here's some little signs. We're giving you some little signs right now. The attic. So basically the attic means someone who is addicted to a narcotic, whether it's uh a drug, alcohol, gambling, food, or whatever the case may be, someone who's obsessed obsessed about something as far as um, mm-hmm. alcohol, food, or whatever, whatever, not just like, hey, once in a while we hang out, we, we have fun, he's doing it all the time, look out for that. Um, someone who, um, the woman he wants, like someone he, that some men want a woman that gets them high because what this article is saying is basically that some men, only thrive off of certain looks of women. Mm. So basically there's okay. certain characteristics about certain women and they only date women that kind of resemble each other. Mm. So it's like a pattern. Okay. 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 Get it? Yeah. So you know, that's why I didn't fit. You know what oh, I'm talking stop about. Stop it. The women, the women, he, well, I didn't fit in everything then. I ain't fit in everything, including my clothes, okay? So... The woman he wants, what he really needs. So basically, his codependency issues, mm-hmm. how he deals with life, how he cope with life, how he deals with the people that he's surrounded with, shows whether you know where, where his head is at. If he's a mama's boy, like my son, you know, but my son's trying to break away from it. Leave me alone. I got this, you know. Um, <laughs> ma, we got this, ma. Uh-huh. <laughs> is he a narcissist, like an insecure narcissist? You know, oh, his career obsession. Is he assess, Is he the type of man who wants to always be the hero? You know, mm. um, is he the type of person that has, you know, to, the type of guy who pretends to be happy on his own and living large as a bachelor, um, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, he, he, he's really inside hurting and wanting that companionship, but he's just too stuck in his ways to accept it. Um, mm-hmm. He could be eternally broken from his last relationship. A man who talks about his last relationship all the time is someone who's internally broken. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some of the things that they're saying, you know, but pretty much... You never know because people don't always display certain things until it's later on down the line. And then you're like, oh, okay, you're crazy. Or, oh, okay, you're a murderer. No one really knows (laughs) until it all hits the fan that there's a body under the bed. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) Understand? 
<laughs> until you're like, what's that smell? Oh, it's a dead body. Are you a killer? Is somebody beating under the stairs? <laughs> but keep in mind, guys, last, you know, but not least, is that, you know, abandonment issues can ruin your relationship. Because once we're ruined by someone else, we say we're okay, but we take those abandonment issues over to the next situation. And we don't realize it. So you have to be able. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Miss Gotham. No, I was saying I wanted to say, you know, um, the you know sometimes you know we we can kind of disconnect from from the abandonment. So once we experience that, then it's like, you know, well, some of us. And I can't speak for all. Once again, um, mm-hmm. we can disconnect from from the the abandonment. So it's like once you leave my life. <laughs> there's no returning because you decided to leave. So there's no returning. There is no mm-hmm. thinking about I did this, I did that. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, nope. You know, that's just you know how I, you know, one of my mm-hmm. cope, you know, coping mechanisms to deal with you know abandonment. So it's like once you leave my life, that's it. That is it. Of that's course. All. Because, yeah, and that is a coping mechanism. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have them. I shut mm-hmm. down And I'm like, block, yep. bye, get out Because <laughs> that's my coping me- mechanism So we all have a way to um, You know, deal with certain Aspects in our lives, you know mm-hmm. So, you know Abandonment yeah, is really just do. trying to keep Yourself safe from heartbreak it's, it's, it's about keeping your heart closed So nobody will be able mm-hmm. to Abandon you or reject you again but the problem about abandonment is wrong because we yeah. close our heart and then we miss out on something that's real radical. <laughs> and the only way to stay safe from being having heartbreak again and again and again is making better choices and opening your heart all the way, not halfway. Not halfway, because what I'm learning is that if I'm giving you half of me, how would you really ever experience me? For real, for real. Because sometimes you don't always get the opportunity to do it again and do it again and try it again. But go ahead, Ms. Gotham. Now, I was just saying, you know, at the end of the day, it's like if I'm giving you half of me and you destroy half of me, what makes you think that I'm going to go back again to give you all of me? Because the half of me is just a test. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you so much. But if you destroy that, oh, hell no. Of course. But in order to hell obtain no. someone that could possibly love you, all of the studies that I've read tonight have said that you cannot close yourself off and you cannot treat every person the way the, and, and think that everybody's out to get you. You can't treat every situation the same because you never find love. You never find you right for you. If every right, you know what I'm saying. But again, it goes back to our choices and who we choose to steal our happiness or steal our hearts. Because mm-hmm. if we know that certain signs of what people are displaying to us, that's only little inklets to prepare us for what's to come. And a lot of us, we get little signs and we'd be like, oh, whatever, it'll get better. 
or I'm going to be patient, or I'm going to see what's going to happen. And then when it happened, we like, Aah! you know what I mean? You got brain surgery with no anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the mental, you know? Yeah, you get some heart like, you know. Exactly. Then you need a whole goddamn uh, colonic because you need to clean your. <laughs> you want it to be like telling the colonic lady to pull it, put that tube all the way up to my brain and clean my brain yeah, out. Yeah, you can pull it. Time. Pull the heart out too. You can pull the heart out too. Yeah, because that's just what happens. <laughs> clean it all out. I'm just saying. Oh, goodness. So, I mean. Because he didn't need a number. Of, Based off the studies, it says some good things, but I also feel like, listen, at the end of the day, and then I'm going to let Ms. Gotham give her final thoughts on it. At the end of the day, for me, I I will not go around and and, and think everything is rainbows and, and, and cotton candy. I just gummy cannot bears. do it. And gummy bears. You can't, I can't do it. It can't be sunshine and rainbows every day. And I, and I hate and I despise anyone who try to tell me that it is when I know differently. I've been on this earth too mm-hmm. long, and I've experienced so many things. Do I think everyone is bad and everybody's out to get me? No, I do not think that. Um, however, I do believe that to a certain degree you have to keep your mind open to what's in front of you, but you also have to keep yourself guarded to a certain degree because you cannot just let anybody into your temple and that's the problem that we all have we all want that 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 bigger thing we who doesn't want to have a family who doesn't want to have a husband or a wife or a situation that you can trust and build with however when you open yourself to those things when you're a receptive to those things and you think you open it to people who say that they want the same thing they never can complete their part of the bargain sometimes I'm not going to say never because some, mm-hmm. some people take it all the way to the top. And there's some people that take you midway and then they drop you right on your face. So what I'm saying is that we have to think about the choices of the people that we also bring into our lives. And we have to start paying better attention to the way that they move. And once we see the way that they move, we have to be strong enough to say, okay, now how am I going to deal with this? Or how should I deal with this, I should say? Should I continue to try to pursue this relationship or should I be strong enough to say, you know what, this is really not what I'm looking for. So you can't keep it 100% with me or I already see the patterns of where you're trying to take me and I've already been down this road before and I'm not trying to go there. How many of us are strong enough to do that? Not a lot of us. But all I have to say in my final sentence is, Try to be present enough and, 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 and conscientious enough that if you know that something's not going right and you can't make up your mind how you want to do it, then expect things to happen. Okay? Just be prepared for that. Expect okay? And now, Ms. Gotham, what's your final thoughts on abandonment? My final thoughts on abandonment, just don't deal with it, you know, because it's, it's a dangerous place to be, and sometimes you just have to protect yourself at all times, at all costs, in any situation, and um, sometimes you don't even see the signs coming, you know, but, uh-huh. you know, people will plan and plot behind your back and, you know, and be the ones that really actually really love and do the most for um 
will hurt you with abandonment. So, and then, you know, you just have to, you know, keep, you know, keep pushing forward and disconnect from that situation and, and never go back to the same, you know, abandonment situation. Just try to prevent that or not even deal with it at all. One of the coping mm-hmm. mechanisms, like I said, again, always the coping mechanisms that I have or that I've dealt with it. I don't even deal with it. Once you leave my life or once you leave a situation that's dealing with me, then that's it. So uh-huh. I'm going to let you handle what you've got to handle, and that's my final thoughts about that. I know that's right. And also, guys, I just wanted to say sometimes abandonment can also be a good thing too because there's some a message in it, and I'm not going to tap on that whole spiritual process of it all, but it is something that you need to know within those elements. You know, I the last thing my mom used to live with me and my brother used to live with me and my son was living with me, but they all three left around the same time, a few weeks away from each other. And at first it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe everybody left me after, you know, I've been there for people, blah, 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 blah. And then I woke up one day, guys, and I was like, oh, my God, I could walk around naked. Oh, my God, I only have to buy food for myself. Oh, my God, it's only me in the house, and I don't have to wait for the bathroom. And, oh, my God, you know, it, it, I can keep my place clean. And, oh, my God, there's no dishes in the sink. It was so rewarding because guess what? It was the first time in my life that I didn't have a responsibility of nobody but myself. And although the first initial impact was a little mind-jarring for me, once I realized mm-hmm. the message in it, like, take time for you. This is for mm-hmm. you right now. It was the best feeling that I ever had in my entire life. And that may sound crazy. I love my mom, my brother, and my son dearly. But it was in that moment that I realized that I needed to take that time for myself. So sometimes abandonment can be really, really cruel. <laughs> but it can also be a good thing depending on the situation. I just want to thank everyone who tuned in tonight for tuning in. Um, I don't know what happened to Mr. Marvel. Marvel, excuse me. Um, I hope all is well with him. But um, yeah. Yeah, Tomorrow he abandoned night. us tonight too. So. <laughs> the typical man, no. <laughs> mm. Um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, guys, listen. Don't take me real, but don't take me real at the same time, because I really don't know about that life to a certain degree. But uh, I'm just kidding. Um, he didn't. Know, I don't know what happened, but it was an abandonment. Just to, just to keep it all the way yeah, 100. No, no, we, we're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're just kidding. <laughs> so, Miss Gotham, tell everybody where they can find you to stay in tuned. And to, if they're located in Chicago, they can definitely um, book a massage. And if they're located in Chicago, and if you're located anywhere, you can definitely book her for your workout sessions at home. Um, you can Skype. You can uh, Uvu. You can FaceTime. And uh, you can even do it in real time. Um, Wicked Biz Fitness, um, you can call up and you can just do it right from the home, Um, right from home. Or if you're in Chicago, you can come out and work out with her personally. So tell everybody where they could find you and how they can contact you if they're interested in booking um, a massage or booking you to work out from home. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You can... You can find me at, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Facebook under Miss Gotham City. You can find her on Twitter. 
Twitter under Miss Savage Goddess <laughs> and Instagram. You can definitely, if you guys can't find her, you can definitely hit me up in my inbox and I'll give you her email address um, and, uh, you know, all her details to, you know, to get in contact with her. Rates are reasonable. There's packages. There's a lot of good things coming from Miss Gotham. So basically, the bottom line is stay in tune, okay? Stay, stay in, in tune. tune. Right. She got a little tongue-tied, but it's okay. That's what she got her boo for. I did. That's what she got her boo for. <laughs> and for all those who are interested in being on the show, you can definitely hit us up, me or her, um, at um, N-T-U-N-E-D-S-H-O-W-I-A-O-L.com. You can hit us on our personal Facebook pages. We will definitely get back to you. If you want to submit music, you can submit music to us, MP3 formatted, um, must be radio-ready, um, to the same email address. Uh, we had a show for tomorrow with Philly May, but unfortunately she had to cancel, so that show won't be happening. But on Saturday we will be talking to Helena Choice, which was the first lady of Suge Knight. So she was on Death Row Records, and she's going to be in tune with us on Saturday. Of course, she's no longer on Death Row Records because Suge Knight is in prison, but she is doing a documentary, and she is talking about her... Um, journey within um, Death Row Records and, um, you know, how she was the first lady and everything like that. So definitely stay in tune uh, with us because, you know, we're making some things happen. Until next time, baby, stay in tune. Ms. Gotham, thank you so much for, uh, you know, the beautiful conversation tonight. And uh, look forward to next week when we're on again at 9 p.m., 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, talking about God knows what on logic and versus <laughs> emotions with Ms. Gotham, Ms. P, thank you. and Mr. Thank you, Ms. Marvel. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> Not Thank a problem, you. I appreciate guys. that. I do apologize, audience, whoever's listening. I do apologize for the tongue side. I really am. That's <laughs> what I got. That's what I got P for. I know, right? It happens. All right, guys. Until next time. All right, good night. Stay in tune. Good night. I'm in tune. 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 I'm in tune.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.